Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to the episode of Takes All Over the Place. Today, we're all reveling in the excitement and accuracy of Julie's recent GBBO, Cincinnati edition, victory. Congrats, Julie. You're always a perfect score to us. Kind of like Carrie, though, it's a blood soak celebration <laughs> as we quickly transition to a menstruation seance situation on Yellow Jackets. Speaking of Carrie, Second of the City returns with some disappointing character growth and inexplicable exercise accidents. And just like that, involuntary manslaughter. <laughs> we close off with some $100,000 pyramid. Will Julie continue her winning streak or will I cheat my way to the throne? Let's find out. That was perfect. Amazing. Now are we all recording? Yes. Okay, well, I just want to say the last night was like a dream come true. <laughs> Emma helped make my dreams come true. Nick. Did not help in any way. <laughs> but so uh, we did like the fake Great British Bake Off last night, which my mother was like, you're not British. You can't say GBBO. I'm like, we can say whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we posted a picture. I posted, I reposted a picture on Instagram and a friend wrote and was like, are those cookie? Did you, did you win a cookie contest? I'm like, you make it seem so small. <laughs> That's a pie. And I won the Cincinnati version of the Great British Bake Off. So... Have a Merry Christmas. GCBO. You won the you GCBO. You had to make a caramel sauce. It was way more complicated than a cookie cha- a cookie oh bake. And I'm the and only one that took the caramel sauce seriously, which is why I think I won, right? <laughs> Even if I had lost, oh. which I thought I would when we, after we tasted them, I really did. So and must have been one that we ate. I mean, your filling was also delicious. Like, your pears were perfectly cooked, and the ginger flavor was, like, amped up a little bit more than the other ones, which was really good. Also, yeah. the leaf decoration that you did with dough on top so was So intricate. Stunning. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Have you never watched a cake decorating show? Like, you have to do the veins, right? And you did. It was veiny as hell. I was like, did just you just like come from legs. the gym? Because you were beefy. No, and your my- caramel sauce was delicious. No, you were my winner, and the crowd agreed. I thought you told everybody you gave everybody fives. No, that was Pam. So not only did Emma, like, glean a recipe from somewhere and then break it down to be the hardest technical, it said, make pie dough, make caramel <laughs> sauce, make stuffing, assemble, um... And then we all got on Zoom together, and people could pop in and watch. It was super cute. Then we all went over to Emma's house for chili. Nick finally showed up, and then they all <laughs> I showed up a second after you, literally. And we all won plates. After. Mine was larger than anyone else's. You looked like Venus and Williams. <laughs> no, you literally had like the dish that the winners of Wimbledon receive. Looks you like looked it. exactly like Venus Williams. It's right in my kitchen. I'm very excited. So thank you, Emma. It was so fun. It was super fun. Well, then <laughs> Phil put on the Great British Bake Off music oh during it, God. which just heightened the entire experience. I felt like you Phil. were in the tent, but it wasn't as humid. It was so fun to have the music playing the entire time. That was adorable. So Props to Phil. That was mm-hmm. awesome. So there was actual human contact all weekend, and I'm still alive, so that's good. Yeah, you had a slot. We both did. We both had so much socialization. Tell everybody I can't even the, say part, it. the Friday night party you went to. Okay, so <laughs> I know most people work five days a week, but this is a new concept for me. I've been working four throughout the pandemic to preserve my health. And so I worked five this week and simultaneously decided to also be social again. Oh, yes, my spoons have been exhausted. They've been respo- restored after 18 hours of almost continuous sleep, feeling much better. But yeah, so on Friday night, or so I thought, 
I had a friend's birthday party. She's a friend from high school and then a couple other friends from high school that we bonded over the reunion and then COVID hit and we were like, okay, we'll see who survives and we'll check back later. And I went up to Chevy at Ohio. My dad drove me and I was wearing a sort of velour velvet button down and a shiny sparkly coat dressed to the nines and ready to get hate crimed in Chevy it. Is that me? <laughs> That's how I felt, yeah. Hey, hey. So I'm showing up to the club like was. chicken wing, chicken wing. Hot dog and bologna. Um, and the event space that was held at was like super dark. And so I looked at the invitation. I was like, oh, it was 7.30, not 7, so I'm early. And I looked harder, and it was for the next day. Um, and so I'm just standing there and dressed to the nines. Uh, no place to be. And I thought about calling my dad to go home, and I was like, no, that feels too embarrassing. So I'll just call a lift to my friend's house and just get drunk there. Uh, except you have to wear a mask at lifts, and mine had blown out into the street. And so I was like, what's going to happen? Are they going to excommunicate me? I didn't follow the rules. Ended up everything was fine. Once I got there, I said I'll order food because they were waiting for me. Very sweet. I ordered it twice to my house and not the house I was at, so I had to cancel it. And they do not refund the price of the delivery, just the tip when you uh, order it to a different location. So I spent $150 on a $30 order, and <laughs> that was my Friday. <laughs> And then Saturday, you went back for the real party. Saturday, I went back for the real party. It took me five, four, three, two, one. That many seconds to be like, I was here yesterday. <laughs> so clearly, that was a lot of fun and not annoying at all. And then yesterday, we had the uh, GCBO. Great Cincinnati <laughs> Bake Off. I figured it out. Did you? Amazing. But at that point, my spoons had been so exhausted that I managed to make it for an hour before I went upstairs and uh, napped in Emma's bed. He really made it for about 26 minutes before he went in the other room where no one was and laid on the couch first. And then <laughs> and suddenly then, disappeared. And then taking the tour of Emma's beautiful refinished basement, I found out that carpeting, when flipped over, has a sticky underside where my feet became affixed to it. So all in all, um, you know, mixed sort of foray back into socialization plus full-time work. And we learned a lot of lessons. We caught a lot of vibes. And I'm here for the ride. What can you do? Shout outs again to the Cotters. Hi, Frank. Frank didn't get to come to the party. No, he didn't. Like I said, today um, I woke up at 7.30 because I caught a routine. Um, and then I was like, well, this doesn't feel correct and promptly went right back to sleep. <laughs> a little bit of the old, a little bit of the new, a little bit of the depression. So then we all decided we had to leave anyway because it was time to go watch Yellow Jackets <laughs> oh episode my God. named Blood Hive. What'd you think? <laughs> First of all, a gra I feel like Nat was later in a band called Blood Hive. And I don't know, this like, there are parts of it where I like wish we had more of the journey of the girls in the wilderness, like struggling to survive, because now it feels like they're just camping. Later in the episode, it doesn't get there. And I was like, you adjusted really quickly to the fact that you're never actually going to be saved and you're all just having like a raucous time and dancing. So I would have liked a little bit more of the existential, will we ever get out? What's going to do? Tragedy. Uh, but maybe that's just me. I watched Skid Game, Squid Game thrice, so we operate on different wavelengths. But this episode was super fucking good. And we've got so many new twists already. This one felt a little, like, lost to me. Like, we're not sure what we're doing, so we're going to add even more stuff. I'm like, oh, there's supernatural nonsense now? Yeah, I, like, fully felt that there was going to be some sort of culty tribe out there that sort of brings them into the fold, forces them to sacrifice. 
But yeah, the supernatural element of the seance circle and the, I think schizophrenic, it's fair to say, Lottie is the one who's attuned to all those elements and she gets low-key possessed. So that was an interesting development. Until the Bible girl hits her with the Bible. I'm like, oh, are we in a Christian (laughs) show? What's happening? Was it heavy-handed? Yeah, it was a heavy Bible. So you were less into it. I mean, the creepy young Christina Ricci trying to grab the dick of the coach. That was amazing. (laughs) Uh, I did not think you'd love that part. (laughs) Gotta be honest. She's lost her fucking mind. Melanie Litsky and her daughter both showing up at a party where the daughter was on ecstasy. And then the next day she's like, so I don't have a curfew anymore. And all the Ubers that I take into town, you'll pay for. And the mom's like, bitch, if I end this marriage, we are both fucked. So I'm in charge. Like that. <laughs> and then she immediately lorded over and she was like, let's bring, let's bring dad in right now. You yeah. have something to say to dad? Why don't you tell him? Why don't you tell him what's up? What do you want to do? While she was wearing Jackie's old soccer uniform, Jackie from the wilderness. And it's pretty clear now that Jackie does not survive. We just don't know if she makes it through the wilderness or she dies shortly thereafter in some sort of tragic situation. But I assume she dies out there. this girl, Melanie Litsky's baby girl, because she's pregnant, and then she dips her towel into pig's blood or whatever blood, deer blood, to be like, I'm on the rag too. Go Rose! (laughs) (laughs) Although we did get a lovely moment between um, Teen Thaisa and that other girl, and they had the lesbian moment, that redhead. The one you think inexplicably looks like you, even though there's what? no similarities She's real at all. like, dude, like, her. Uh. Um, Van, you know, that's her name. When I got home from the Great Cincinnati Bake Off last night, I also put on uh, black underwear and giant fishnet stockings to lay in my bed as Julia Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? What was that? And then... You know, she's goth, she's on, emo, she's subversive. And, the, and then their bra like fell off their shoulder. Like nobody leaves it there unless you are fucking drunk. The whole time I'm watching, I'm like, pull up your bra strap, pull up your bra strap. <laughs> it's time to pull up the bra strap. Or take your bra off, you're just hanging out at home. <laughs> yeah, there's no halvesies on that one. And then creepy Christina Ricci gives her that air diffuser. That is a which we knew, like immediately. I, I was didn't. just like, I did oh, a hundred percent. I was like, that's a camera. We already well, know people she's with crazy. bangs do not know that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine you describing the show, and they're like, yeah, I've heard it terrific. Yeah, I was like, she didn't pull her fucking bra strap on. She's like, in, like wearing fishnets for no reason. It's it's horrific. So There's now murder it, also a little bit. The lady running for Senate or whatever. Her State son Senate. Is, Let's not go crazy. Her son is obviously possessed by the devil, right? Because he doesn't realize he wrote spill on their house. I just, like, why will they not investigate the woman in the tree comment? I feel like, you know, she's, Thaisa has seen enough in this life to maybe, like, don't we want to check it out? See if maybe he is seeing someone outside your house? Thank you. She saw her when she was giving the speech. It's dead Jackie, wasn't it? Oh, uh, was it? I wasn't dead sure somebody, what that no flash eyeballs. Of dead, yeah, no eyes person was. Well, so I couldn't. I figure that the dead Jackie that both sh- like Melanie Linsky and then Thaisa saw was like PTSD, maybe. But definitely the no eyes situation was some sort of possession. And she's already seen it. She already knows that it exists. Yeah, get an aroma diffuser that happens to have a camera. Set it outside. See what's up. What if <laughs> it's not- Lottie? Lottie's in the tree. Lottie's a schizophrenic one. Oh, I don't know. But let me tell you, once you live through the first Canadian winter, as soon as spring comes, you fucking leave. Nobody would be. So whatever happens must keep them there. Right. Mm -hmm. Because there's just even right now they should be walking out. Yeah. 
Well, and this baby that she's pregnant with is going to be born in the 19 months that they're there. Like, right. Well, they must math. eat it because that girl is way not 21. So, Mm-mm. so they must eat it. <laughs> yeah, they become. Yeah, if you have a if you have a baby under the age of 21, there's no other recourse but cannibalism, and we'll find that out. So then, okay, this this show is going a little bit off the rails. <laughs> they get somebody to steal a file for them, and instead of just threatening him, they throw gasoline on him and sit with a lighter and like, you think I won't fuck you up? Okay, so that's unbelievable enough. But it was funny when Juliette Lewis is like, you guys should date. You have something in common. But then they take the crime scene photos and just out of nowhere, because she's an internet detective, realizes if you turn these nine different photos 17 different ways, it's the girl with the stripe thing through it. What <laughs> is happening? It's Lars's new novel, posthumously published. The girl with the, the thing. The girl with the thing is here. Um, yeah, I mean, I she mean, saw I'm the candle in. wax. That wasn't unbelievable to me. Do you see this wax? What? She saw one spot of wax, and then she's like, this must be a cross puzzle. You know, time jumps crazy places. We don't know how, it, how long it took them. Like, this episode, apparently three weeks had gone by. For me, it was only one week. Explain that, science. Julie, why don't you say what you said to me at the party last night? Get in the car and stop talking. No, what? That too, but also <laughs> that I'm looking thin. Oh, my Thank God. Thank you so much. Wasting wow. He's a waif. <laughs> mm, thank you so much. Is that your same Proud Boy shirt that you were wearing last night? Yeah, I fell asleep in it. I sleep in clothes because I can't be too comfortable. That's the secret to my sleep success. Well, I'm still all in on Yellow Jackets. I'm not excited about the supernatural element. No, but I like that it's more based in the relationship dynamics. I feel like that's why I'm more compelled by it. The supernatural is like, I don't know. It's a little bit of a mystery. I hope it doesn't get too weird. I don't need any more smoke monsters. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, the only thing more unbelievable than, or the only time I yelled at my TV louder this week than, why don't they just walk out of there was when... Carrie killed Mr. Big on. (laughs) So you did not watch the new Sex and the City, Nick? No, but Emma told me everything and the internet told me everything else. (laughs) Well, there is. Oh no, where did they go? (sighs) Stay with me for a second. Um, Well, I had no plans on watching it at all. Zero. Um, And then I ended up watching it because I couldn't sleep. And it was outraging for many, many reasons. Um, but Mr. Big, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it or if you're going to watch it, fast forward because we're going to ruin it. <laughs> so Big has a heart attack and then he's waiting to die until Carrie gets there. She gets there. He's still alive. They're having eye contact. Might be a romantic moment. He clutches. <laughs> she goes to get him. He's still alive. Eyes are open. Head's moving. She's just yeah. like, no, John. And we're thinking, <laughs> call 911. Start compressions. He's having a heart attack. Oh, my God. So there's lots of other horrible things wrong with it, but I want to read you something really quickly. So Rachel Handler, who writes for Vulture, wrote an article, asked, asked a cardiologist, should Carrie have called 911? <laughs> so I won't read all of it, but it's so good. This is an article that you should be writing, Nick. Ever since and just like that, ruthlessly killed off Mr. Big via Chekhov's Peloton, everyone from (laughs) me to Jonah Hill has been screaming the same question into the void. Why the fuck didn't Carrie call 911? And then I couldn't help but wonder, 
could Carrie have saved Big's life if she immediately called an ambulance instead of staring at him for a long time before Loki drowning him in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? She like hugs him in the shower while he's dying. So blah, blah, blah. The world is owed a real answer, and I'm the best detective for the case due to an important combination of factors. My love of pointless internet research and my friend who's a cardiologist. (laughs) So she goes through the whole death, and it's awesome. I'll just go through. She goes through an actual timeline. She's so Julie. She does, like, she finds out how long it would take to get from the Manhattan School of Music to their apartment, which is at 1010 Fifth Avenue. It's a 16-minute drive. Um, and so it's been about 30 minutes from the time he first clutches his arm to when she arrives. Uh-huh. So Carrie opens the door, pauses to drop her keys and some paper in the hall, walks into the bathroom, sees Big slumped on the floor with his eyes closed, stops her in her tracks. John, she says, he opens his eyes and looks at her, all in caps. For at least 10 seconds, they stare at each other, open mouth, and I guess romantically. Time continues <laughs> to pass. He is still awake and she is still standing there. At four minutes, 41 minutes and 17 seconds, she finally comes to her senses and races towards him, ostensibly to help him, but instead she puts him on his side, half under the shower, and just sort of drags him around by the torso, yelling his name and kissing him, all in caps. (laughs) His eyes are still open. He blinks and he moves his arm to hug her. (laughs) So she then writes her friend who's a cardiologist. They go through the whole thing. Just like Emma and I said, she should have called 911 and started compressions immediately. He completely agrees with us. So he, she says, even after he went unconscious and died in her arms, how long would she have to call EMS and still revive him? And the cardiologist said, time is about the brain when it comes to cardiac arrest. Your brain can survive for somewhere up to three minutes without oxygen. What she needed to do when he went unconscious and lost a pulse was start CPR. Feel for a pulse, call for help, and start chest compressions. Because you can absolutely stimulate blood flow to the brain as a result of the and the rest of the vital organs with CPR. And once EMS came, they could have resuscitated him immediately with medications and defibrillations. So did she just sit there? And Rachel Handler said, yes, she just held him and screamed. He said, she needed to do CPR. This is a PSA. If you see somebody lose consciousness, the first thing you need to do is feel for a pulse. If there's no pulse, you call EMS and start chest compressions without delay. You can definitely save people's lives that way. He didn't need to die. This is a goddamn travesty. Well, it's like, what have been those 40 years of Bayer commercials for, if not to tell us that aspirin can save a life during, I mean, there are options here. He has nitroglycerin pills on the bedstand. She could have shoved one in his mouth. (laughs) It would be fun if they later, it was like, I need a new twist and I needed to be this harrowed, mournful woman. And that's the way to reinvent my brand. I could have gotten behind that. I could have respected that. Insolence, I cannot. I mean, I know there's fight, flight, or freeze, and she definitely froze. But um, thaw out, bitch. Someone's life is at stake. Well, and then I read another article that says Peloton could sue them because they basically make it look like he, like, had such a hard ride on the Peloton that as soon as he gets off, he has a heart attack and dies. Yeah, their stock dropped, like, what, 10%? I heard five, but you could be right. I round up. I feel like it was the combination of the cigars and the Peloton. You know, they, I mean, God, they did. Chekhov's Peloton is my new favorite phrase. <laughs> so, like, it was so heavy handed. And then the, like, frantic piano music recital intercut with him on his Peloton. You're just like, oh, he's about to fucking die. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Save the Last Dance already did this. Okay, this is just intellectual theft. 
So you know how like at the end of Veronica Mars in the movie, you're like so bummed because she's just a piece of crap and she just didn't become the person we all thought she would. But then you look at it, you go, well, her mom left her. She was not really raised as a child. Like her dad did all this stuff. Her boyfriend got blown up. Of course she's going to turn out to be an asshole. She was sexually assaulted in high school. Yes. And watched her best friend get killed and had to solve the murder. So they all grew up to be Karens, and it's really problematic, and they're saying awful things on the show that I can't believe they're saying. But what else did we expect from them, right? Mm -hmm. So Charlotte makes a friend because they all need to at least now have one black friend, right? So they go, well, <laughs> she and black Charlotte can get that done. I'm like, did she just say black Charlotte? Yikes. Yeah. And then Miranda is white savioring all over the place. <laughs> Then a little person or a child in a Chucky costume comes to attack their school teacher. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> Miranda's an alcoholic. Sana Mitchell's like this bull dyke lesbian. Carrie Bradshaw, who wrote a column called Sex in the City, has to have a really awkward conversation with Big about whether or not they masturbate. Really? Oh, God, yeah. That's the biggest disservice done to Chris Noth in that entire episode was that his final sex act as the leading man of sex in the city was to have Carrie watch him masturbate. And we got to like watch it from the waist up. So and he's, gross. he's like getting some lube because he's not 30. And then you watch him put it in his hand and like hold it there. So <laughs> fucking disgusting. It's such a weird scene. And worse like, than that, they're all like, you want to eat at the wrench fry? And you're like, <laughs> the, uh, Charlotte tells Miranda she should dye her hair back. Cause she looks old. And Miranda tells Charlotte she's trying to pass as younger by dyeing her hair. Like, what are we doing? It seems like they're trying to steep it in too much realism. And Sex and the City has never been about an authentic portrayal of New York City life. And poor Willie, whatever his name is, just died and doesn't even get to enjoy this renaissance. To be fair, Sex and the City has like seven renaissances. It's like the Rolling Stones farewell tour. It just keeps happening. Well, I will continue to watch because it is entertaining and i can't wait to see miranda wait it's not over how many episodes are there 10 and they're doing Yikes. them one week at a time too <laughs> this, is, this is our world again i guess good thing it's dark and cold and we can't go anywhere and i already went out like four times this weekend so you know i'm not going anywhere ever again <laughs> so now the modern day version did you guys watch the last two episodes of the sex lives of college girls i did not no the last two no. It's over. Finale. Finito. Done. Done. Well, so maybe that, I doubt this will happen with Sex and City, but Sex Lives of College Girls was supposed to be every week, too. And then I think it just was poorly received. So they just kept throwing episodes at us. It's not that poorly received. They've been renewed for a second season. Really? Nice. Damn. Yeah. But I think the uh, last episode will be very unsatisfying for all of us. I won't spoil it for you, but. That's fine. Well, you can spoil exciting. it. That's exciting. Oh, don't spoil it for Emma. I would never spoil it for Emma, but for you, because, you know, I flip-flopped on, I hate it, I hate it a little less, I'm back to hating. I, think my, <laughs> I don't think that's what flip-flopping means. Well, hate, less hate, more hate. It was motion. I think that's more of just the emotions you go through when you're forced to wear flip-flops, as opposed to actual flip-flopping. In my humble opinion. Yeah, these dad jokes are terrible. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing amazing. I've never been more successful in my life. Typical dad. I, <laughs> I have to say I'm pretty proud of myself. Well, what else did you watch this week since you didn't watch your assigned show? Since I didn't watch my assigned show? 
Wow. Sorry, I was blown back in my chair with the uh, fury with which you said that. Um, I actually didn't watch anything because I was too busy working and doing stuff. It's exhausting having, like, a normal life because I don't have time for content. So what I do you do when you get home? Super- just get on Grinder, or like, what are you doing? No, I go to bed. I'm so tired. I would not believe that of anyone else, but I have seen you in action. So <laughs> yeah, I can immediately just fall asleep. I um, watched some more Superstore, but that's pretty much it. Gone that back counts. to the beginning again. <laughs> so <laughs> it's nice to explore the characters in the early stages of their careers. So it's fun. I mean, like I said last week, it's categorized in Hulu as easy watching, which is my fucking genre right now. So it's enjoyable. America Ferreira is lovely. And the whole show is like very sweet with normal people. So normal that the dude who plays Jonah is considered the most attractive person in the world. Did either of you get to watch Trixie and Kato watching single all the way? No, I didn't know. I don't know. That was a thing. Oh, add that to your list. Yes. Whoever, I think they should hire one of us, all of us, just me, to (laughs) help them because whoever gave them, like, you know, when they're like, and then this happened, but they didn't explain it to them correctly, so they didn't really know what was going on. Mm -hmm. God forbid they watch the show ahead of time. But um, it's it's funny. It's hilarious. Having them back together is great, but they don't really know what's going on. But they do. Uh, Trixie does finally flip the table. So she flips out the of disgust. Table. Yes. <laughs> what part after do you think scene. she did that? Well, I'm going to let you guess. Um, after the Britney Spears song. Correct. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that feels fair. So I highly recommend that. Um, I know you guys won't watch Hawkeye with me, but it is getting so good. <laughs> I just don't love Jeremy Renner. Why don't you like Jeremy Renner? I don't know. He just has an unappealing aura. I agree. Really like, I never saw the, the Hurt Lot. Well, you don't have to be attracted to people. Watch them on television. That's not what I'm saying. I find him, like, attractive, but I don't find him interesting or endearing <laughs> or worth being alive. Oh. Well, <laughs> if you would, you know, Emma started grad school since the pandemic, right? You're getting your master's. Mm-hmm. I've started the MCU, which is the <laughs> my version of the Masters at Marvel University. Um, yeah, Why is it that her dad jokes always get such uproarious laughter? Because mine are funny. Fair. Okay, you know what? As I was on film, somebody who yelled, it's a joke. I'm like, jokes are funny. Um, anyway, I also, during the beginning been- of the MCU, was like, who the hell is this guy? And he's just like peppered throughout these movies. And I don't know who he is because I haven't read the books. But now I know who he is. And I love him. Well, and his wife is Linda Cardellini, right? Correct. Is she in this? Yep. I'm in. And his kids. I'm out. Haley, snurf, snurf. Seinfeld? Yep. Florence Pugh. Is one of the kids? Badass, no. This is Hawkeye? Yeah. Wow. Damn. (laughs) Have I not been talking about this all the weeks that it's been on? Not them, no. (laughs) Well, Florence Pugh just came this week. And then, so Hawk, well... You know, representation is important, but when it makes sense, it's even more important, right? Mm -hmm. So in the comic books, Hawkeye is hearing impaired because he was right there when the bomb blew up. And so at one point, his hearing aid falls out, and then one of the villains is a woman who is uh, in the comic books, amputee from the knee down and deaf, and they found a woman who is a fucking killer actress who knows martial arts, who has, is paralyzed, not paralyzed, but, you know, doesn't have a... Leg from the knee down on one side and is deaf. 
and it is amazing. Bad. She's Damn. fucking bad ass. I'm not supposed to be rooting for her, but <laughs> I mean, not it's, to a little bit. <laughs> and it's then like there's a true guy, gay canon to always root for the villain, especially if they're a woman. I don't know what his name is, but he looks like a cross between Kevin Klein and Paul F. Tompkins, and he is playing one of the villains, and he is so good. I don't know how they do it. I really don't. These movie, these shows are so well made. They're really interesting. Their pacing is great. The music is amazing. I just love it so much. I want to marry it and have its babies. <laughs> He's great. Like everyone's just so good in it. It's just, it's really good. I don't know where it's gonna fit in in the rankings. I was about to ask you to rank. I mean, Loki and the Captain of the Winter Soldier are amazing. And I bet WandaVision would be better now that I know things. Because when I watched it, I was like, I don't know any of these people or what's happening or where everybody went. Um, and now I know it happened during the blip and all that stuff. So, no, it's Loki's got to be the best. It is out of this world. It's so good. I'm like, I don't know, for whatever reason, <laughs> and you've talked about the MCU for quite a long time. This the is entire the pandemic. First look how long my arms look today. <laughs> you look like you're doing the dance moves to in hyphens drunk dazed as i'm sure all of you know what that is but this is the first time that i'm like genuinely excited to buckle down and just start watching the mcu from start to finish this is the first time you've been excited i've been <laughs> doing nothing but lauding about how amazing this is no i'm like you've made me excited about specific projects but this makes me excited to watch it chronologically is that what you have to do? I was going to Google I feel like you have to. to yeah. So Disney Plus gives you a couple of options. You can watch. <laughs> it does. There's chronological something. order in the way that the shows, the ways the movies were made. Uh-huh. Or chronological order in how they take place in the time-space continuum. Uh, do you have a It's got too confusing and I can't do experience? it anymore. <laughs> oh, I, I've watched them several times now. I would say in the order that they tell you to watch them. Like... Iron Man, just the second choice, not chronological order in the way they were made okay. by gotcha. film studios. The Marvel but Universe like, This is what happened in the Marvel Universe, yes, because if you watch Captain America Winter Soldier before you've watched Captain America or Endgame, you have no idea what's happening. Mm -hmm. I hope you do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> So good. Emma, did you watch any of our bad reality Survivor Challenge Challenge this week? I think so. I didn't watch Survivor. I'm still behind. <laughs> I know. I don't know. The eye roll. My God. <laughs> but I watched the challenge because it was the first part of the finale. They did a sudden death. They killed some people off, and then we saw the finale. I'm sorry. Did the challenge go purged? <laughs> it's good game. <laughs> the challenge does do purges, though. They have for, like, the last several games. They don't actually But they don't actually anyone. die. No. But okay, I don't awesome know. This is like, a new world. You're going to play marbles. And they'd be like, what? <laughs> Johnny Bananas is here. <laughs> CT for days. CT for days. He's crushing it. I have a feeling I know his they're team's not going to be winning. Or, I, know. I know. Maybe they still will win in the end. But like Devin, Devin's brains don't actually bring that much, I think, to a final. Okay. My niece called at me and screamed at me on the phone. And she was right. <laughs> she said, because she loves Devin and she loves Kyle. What? And I know she said the challenge, the finale uh -huh. always comes down to the checkpoints mm -hmm. and the checkpoints always come down to puzzles. So right. even if you can run faster than everybody, if you can't do a puzzle, you're screwed. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know how they're not going to be able to do the puzzle. They have CT and Devin, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're actually going to be fine. I just think it might be harder than they think because I think Devin is going to 
frustrate CT by taking a long time to get to the checkpoints. Because he's just it. not as fast. He definitely with a passion that will not die. Because yeah, it's Devin, been such Kyle, a this oh no. season too. Devin, Describe CT. Devin <sighs> he's got really Incel. interesting forehead wrinkles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like super overconfident for someone who's not very good looking or tall or strong. Yeah. He's like if Johnny Bananas was actually less physically capable. And less attractive. This, and less attractive. But he's got the same kind of like cockiness and like thinks he's smarter than any, everyone else in the room. And has never won a yeah. final. Yeah. So it's like an unearned cockiness. Height wise, I'm going to say like 5'9". That's not bad. That's a bad. soft 180. Can't grow a beard. Beady little eyes that are very close together. It just sounds like you're describing me at this point. <laughs> uh, but like similarly are, misogynistic to Johnny Bananas, where yes, like, you know, I'm he and there. Kyle are able to still be friends even though they backstab each other all the time. But like, God forbid Tori plays this game for herself. <laughs> he like will not stop guilt tripping her and shaming her for like betraying her loyalty to him and shit like that. It's like, oh fuck you. <laughs> it's a double standard for your male friends versus your female friends, and it pisses me off so much. And yet we tune in each week, ready to watch them die. Because I just need to watch CT kill them all. Oh, my God. It sounds like you're back in your Daenerys phase, Emma. I'm I'm edging there. We'll see what the MCU does to me. I set fire to them all. Watch them burn and their carcass fall. So CT is built like the Hulk, and he's from some part of Boston where he speaks monosyllabically and slowly but he's better at puzzles than anybody and he is oozing sex all the time but he really reigned it in this season mm-hmm. like because i feel it? like emmy could have accidentally like fallen in love with him yeah no but he was like no nah, i'm your uncle and your elder but oh my god emmy also like that girl makes me so happy for the cycle <laughs> emmy's the only rookie that made it to the final and she was the like over dramatic uh oh my Romanian pop star who Oh yay <laughs> She's still on Team CT with her uncle. She's like, I do this puzzle. I can't find America. I do it for Romania. <laughs> I do this for my mother and my grandmother. <laughs> I just want my grandmother to be proud. We're like, well, pull your bike shorts out of your vagina and grandma will be proud. Don't worry about it. Yeah, oh I can't believe how back into the challenge and survivor I am. I'm gonna say it's pandemic craziness because I was not watching these shows again. Um, Survivor this week was good. <laughs> it wasn't as dramatic as last week, but I'm not going to say anything because Emma hasn't watched it yet. But I highly recommend anybody out there watching it. <laughs> Who went home this week? I'm not is telling. This right after they sent Liana home. I'm not telling you. Fine, I'll watch it. I'm not touching you. <laughs> so there is. Um, do you guys know the How Did This Get Made podcast? Mm-hmm. Jason Manzukis and Paul Shear, and sometimes June Diane Raphael when she's not too busy. So I like her. Great. Need to simmer down. Enjoy her. <laughs> she literally like gets her nails done and a waxing while on the podcast. She just has to do her self care. Time saver. Um, but anyway, they usually watch terrible movies and then talk about them. And it's really fun, but you know, she does get annoyed. She's like, why do we only have to watch bad movies? Can't we ever watch anything good? But they have like a supplemental podcast. Ask us to watch Thutha again. We all agreed to drop that immediately. So they were doing like recommendations this week. And one of them was a new, newer podcast called Haleywood. 
And it's about how Bruce Willis tried to take over an entire town. <laughs> what? So I only listened to the first episode, and the woman that is narrating it is a musical theater actor for sure. <laughs> so it's a really, you know, sing-songy and lots of inflections and interesting parts of words. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to make it. But he moved to some town in Idaho. This is when he and Demi Moore were still married. And all of a sudden, someone starts buying up 20,000 acres of land, like here and there. And it's a... Um, company called Ixnay Properties, like Nick's. And so the tiny <laughs> little town... Why are you implicating me? <laughs> I wasn't. Oh, Nick's, I get it. Tiny little town reporter it's finds out name. that it's... She doesn't even know my name. We've been doing this for 84 years, and she doesn't even know my fucking name. <laughs> What's Distraught. your name? Who's your daddy? Is he rich like me? Has he taken... We went different places. Mine was, oh, na, na, what's my name? Oh, na, na, what's my name? So anyway, the, the press in this town finds out about it, and I don't know what happens, but I guess he goes ballistic. So I've only had episode one, but it was entertaining. Bruce Willis does? Yeah, because he, like, secretly wanted to buy the town or something. <laughs> He's a strange fellow, huh? <laughs> Everybody wants a town. <laughs> no, it's too much responsibility. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> it sounds exhausting. I can't. I can't possibly. Oh, I would like your takes. I have a list of things this week. Well, mine are all think? over the place, Julie. I'm ready to give them. Hey, what do you think about Elon Musk being named person of the year? I didn't know that happened, and now I'm outraged. I am <laughs> oh, so fast. fucking exhausted with this billionaire who's trying to seem like a man of the people, constantly invading not only our Twitter sphere, but also the airspace, and now the stratosphere space. Just stay on land, help out, or shut the fuck up. Uh, also, he looks like the villain Skeeter from Doug with his new haircut. He's an absolute human disaster. He corrupted Grimes, one of my favorite artists. Now I can't listen to her. And it's just, like, so fucked up. He's a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. It's it unfortunate. Like Why was he the person of the research. year? From whom? Yeah. From, from time. time. Yeah. All I saw was the Simone Biles one where she was the athlete of the year. And I was like, yes, yeah. you did right. But now Wasn't Greta Thunberg the person of the year last year? I don't well, because global warming solved now, and we don't have to worry about people mining the earth for its final resources, just like your parents owned mines in South Africa. Yeah, huh. e Elon Musk is moving his factories to Texas, where they can't get the electrical grid to work, but they're going to make electrical cars so that he can save more money and not have to pay taxes mm -hmm. or deal with unions, and he's the richest man on the planet. That's, that's where we're at, right? He well, probably my, purchased it just like he bought a place on SNL. It's true. Well, my dude, Professor Scott Galloway from the Pivot Podcast, thought it was going to be the um, whistleblower from Facebook. And that would have been great. That right? would have been yeah. amazing. Yeah. She really could change the world for the better. Yeah. To take on social media and Silicon Valley right now is like, that would be a game changer in a really important way. Kind of like and, the Elizabeth Holmes trial. Yeah. Well, and she sort of seemed to come out of that You're unscathed. Right? You know, usually <laughs> those people mm -hmm. get trapped. The, the jury should be getting the, the, this, the 17th or the 18th of this week. So we should have for a Facebook for Elizabeth Holmes. Gotcha. To see if she's going down, which I'm I don't going think she down. is. I'm going to predict right here likely. where I've lost every major game we've played last lately that she <laughs> will be acquitted of all charges. <laughs> I was you were Star Baker. <laughs> and you won Wimbledon. You did it all. I do think she'll be acquitted. And I don't even know that it's, the wrong answer at this point, but 
it seems like it would be helpful for someone in Silicon Valley to be held accountable to their large ideas and large amounts of money and like you know very little practical application or benefit to the world. But maybe well, Stacy or somebody brought up. I think it was Stacy. A good point that like yes, she owes money to the people that she defrauded. Mm-hmm. But is this a criminal act? That feels like a crime. I haven't watched as much as for you, but I feel like that's a criminal behavior, laymanly. So I don't know where delusion fits in, right? Like, mm-hmm. according to her, she thought that Sonny said the labs were okay, and then when she found out they weren't and that he was lying, she immediately fired him. But that doesn't really sync up with her Svengali defense that he was the one pulling her puppet strings all the time. Like, you can't have both of those things yeah. be true, right? Like, either... He was in charge. And then if she found that out, she still would have been like, oh, well, he's my master. I must do as I told. Um, and then the Giseline Matthews trial is going on. How's that going? Terrible, terrible. <laughs> Luckily, there's no, there is a podcast about that one, but it's too upsetting. Yeah. I don't think I want to be in that courtroom. No. No. But the guy, John Kerry Rood, who wrote Bad Blood and is doing mm-hmm. the Bad Blood podcast, they're only allowed, did I ever tell you this? They only allow 35 people in the courtroom every day for the Elizabeth Holmes trial, mm-hmm. and he's one of them. I would be like, could you maybe get the man that brought my entire life to my knees out of the fucking courtroom, please? <laughs> You're only letting 35 people in, but every day he's one of them? <laughs> no. All right, I have a list of terrible things coming up on Netflix that we want to pretend we're going to watch or not. That's exciting. Bad. Let's do it. So there's Don't Look Up. It's the new Leo DiCaprio movie that looks really upsetting. Oh, is that the one with um, Meryl Streep? Yes. What's that about? It's Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Kate Blanchett. Oh, two low-level astronomers must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will st- destroy the planet Earth. So I feel like that's going to be a movie that a lot of people watch. I don't know if I, I, I might try it. What do you think? I'll probably try it. Sure, yeah. Okay. Already available is The Unforgivable, starring a very sad-looking Sandra Bullock. A woman is released from prison after serving a sentence for a violent crime and re-enters a society that refuses to forgive her past. Okay. She's she blindfolded? I like when she's blindfolded. <laughs> That's fun. No, she's uh, not well moisturized either. Oh, wow. Uh, so this is like a Charlize Theron monster moment? I guess, yeah. I'm in Look, for it. Looks like she killed somebody. Her for her sister. Um, and then all terrible shows are re- we're coming back up. We still haven't watched Tiger King, King 2. Uh, <laughs> selling Tampa is about to start, which is Selling Sunset with black women. Heard. So it could be better. We've got a new series of Queer Eye for the Lone Star guy. They're going to Texas. Nice. <laughs> and then Emily in Paris season two. These it's are all- Emily in Paris, Julie. <laughs> Pronounce it right. I see no accent, a grave or a gu. I will pronounce it <laughs> Emily in Paris. That's what the creator said it was. And then the lead actress was like, I was not aware of these facts. Well, I don't know if it made it into the tweet of the week this week. I think it did. But it said, what if you pronounce masculine like linguini, like masculine? <laughs> that reminds me. Like, you just can't make up pronunciations. Did you guys watch Emily Paris one? No. Nope. Oh, my God, it was so bad in a great way. I, I know. No, no, I couldn't. I could I not. I only remember you saying it was so bad, and then I just never got to it. <laughs> well, you're still watching uh, The Shrink Next Door, and we all agreed that's terrible. I know. Well, you know, it's like the thing Phil and I are watching together, though he's also watching Yellow Jackets. <laughs> <It's> 
prime time for stressing out. <laughs> I was the first one of the three of us, I think, to get in front of their TV last night. I'm like, this episode's called Blood Hive. That can't be good. <laughs> and it and, wasn't. And then I was going to boycott the new West Side Story because I'm scared that it will ruin my childhood fantasy of West Side Story because I have that movie memorized. I know the dances. It's like one of the most impressionable things of my entire childhood. And then what if it's terrible? And now I'm like, forget it. Everyone says it's amazing. So are you going to watch it? Did you watch it? I can't watch it yet. I mean, I have to go to the movie theater. I have to wait for it to come on streaming. I don't want to go to a movie theater. I don't know why. I'll go with you. I, I don't want to go to a movie theater. <laughs> Especially not with you. I didn't say right? I don't want to go alone. I said I don't want to go at all. I know, but I'd like to see it too, and I don't want to go to a movie theater either, so we can support each other. Or we could just Are stay you? home. Wait till it comes on streaming. We could do that. The one by my house does have the reclining seats, and I don't think anyone goes. And you can pick your seat. And I do have to see the new Spider-Man movie. Ooh, I'm super into that now that Zendaya and Tom Holland are together. It's are so they? fucking cute. Yes. They're dating. In real life? Are you sure? Yes. Yeah, 100%. And they talked about it on um, Graham Norton because Zendaya is taller than Tom Holland. He's like 5'8". Zendaya is 5'11". They were talking about the stunts where like Spider-Man's Yeah, I saw that same, that same clip. They didn't say anything about dating in real life. Oh, well, they didn't say it in that one, but they are dating in real life. Keep These telling your facts. story. <laughs> that is my story, and it's I correct. Know. But tell everybody who didn't watch the Graham Norton show because that story is cute. Oh, bet. So because of their height differences, when <laughs> Spider-Man is sort of majestically carrying MJ, when they land, she lands first. So then she sort of ends up like helping him land <laughs> because her feet, are, legs are longer. It's a cute moment. He was like, yeah, I'm supposed to be the superhero. I'm supposed to look cool and heroic. And then she's the one helping me up. And then she carries him. It's very sweet. Zendaya flaunts hot pink suit with boyfriend Tom Holland. There it is. Ay. February of 2020, they made the decision to isolate together and things have been going great between them. Tom has told friends are in an official relationship and living together so soon and their romance has only made them stronger. Should we put bets on when this thing's over? Wasn't she I'm dating say that guy from Netflix? She was. She was dating the guy from Elite. Not Elite. Um, Euphoria. Mm -hmm. Jacob Elordi. Yeah. Another show she was in? Oh, Lordy. Yes. Yeah, she, in, she won an Emmy for Euphoria. Well, they were talking about how so many people are staying home now and the societal, for work, and the societal ramifications, one of which is two out of three people meet their significant other at work. So if everyone's not working together, and that like uh, in the 70s, 13% of us lived alone, and now 28% of us do, huh. let's just call it. Why are we still going to work? These are good questions. Oh, God, he was attractive. Jacob. Jacob yeah, yeah, he, is, he yeah. was in that kissing booth movie on Netflix. <gasps> <laughs> he, was. he was the guy that was way too built to have been in high school. <laughs> and gigantic, right? Like super yes. tall, dating this yes. tiny little girl. You're like, yes. and he's always carrying her. Yes. But he can carry you. <laughs> Not me. But he could. Because oh, I'd yeah. be fighting like with knives. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. He might not survive the experience. I'm 5'10! <laughs> I don't need you. All right, so we've agreed to nothing, but at least we're going to put those out there <laughs> as possible. I agreed to, well, it doesn't matter what I agreed to, honestly, I guess. Cause don't look up. You want, we, we all want to see West Side Story and possibly yes. Spider Man. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Well, Both have you show, watched bro. the other Tom Holland Spider Man movies? No. This will be my first one. And before Are I even good? start, oh yeah, they're really good. Before I even started with MCU, I saw Into the Spider Verse, the uh, animated one. Oh, that's good. I've seen that one. Yeah, oh, that's it's great. Amazing. Emma, I know you're not a huge fan of 
adult animation, animation. Mm-hmm. but it's really really good and nick um jake jonas is jake jonas jake johnson, jake johnson? is nope nope is it jake johnson yes not uh-huh. jack johnson zip up jake <laughs> is one of the voices of, of a spider-man yeah yeah nice and he's really true to it himself it is plus that post malone song sunflowers is from oh there. my god that one hits it it hits like um I it's got a vibe. vibe. <laughs> it's got a vibe. <laughs> yeah, whenever like there are boys that I'm teaching, you know, dance, and they're just like, "What song are you gonna put on now?" I'm like, "This song, Post Malone, bitches," and then they're always in. They're like, "Yeah, this song is a jam." Well, oh, and there's a new show. That's right, Landscapers on HBO Max. Oh, it's yeah, Olivia Coleman, mm-hmm. another British guy. They killed somebody. Four parts. Maybe not Mayor of Easttown. But it's looking real good. I'm excited to start that. Oh, and did you watch Painted with Raven yet? No. Is there anybody out there that watches TV every week <laughs> and would like to discuss what happens on the new shows? Please call me. Anything else you want to share before we look for the birds? Um, only in my small sphere, at least locally, of K-pop aficionados. Uh, a end-of-the-year awards ceremony just took place, and shockingly, Itzy, who gave the best performance of the night, walked away empty-handed. <laughs> Don't gouge your eyes out, Julie. Come back to me. <laughs> and if you have some time, you should watch Itzy's Mama, 20 that's the acronym for the <laughs> award show, 2021 performance, because it's very good. It's super successful. That's all I have what to say on that. What was their song? They had two. So they had Loco and Mafia in the Morning. I would like everyone to know that was Emma's voice asking that question. I couldn't give <laughs> a were. shit. So it's those two songs that they fuse and they do like a mama specific one. But the set dressing, why are you both sipping tea at the same time? Stop judging me. Um, Keep myself alive. And the super douchey dude from Squid Games is part of it. And he gets killed as part of the uh, situation. So it's very lovely. Super satisfying. Watch it. It's only seven minutes. It'll change your life. (laughs) I know, just as you are searching for someone who will watch anything, I'm searching for someone who will only watch K-pop. I will bet there are a million K-pop Well, there are, but I need to find them. There's none locally. I know, you should probably get on a message board looking for other teen girl pop lovers from Korean (laughs) Do you want me to go to jail? (laughs) I mean, you got to be who you are. There's There's a very easy chance that that gets misconstrued. I end up at Dateline. To catch a predator, I think more like. Oh, that's what I meant. Whatever. I'm not a predator. I don't know these things. <laughs> <laughs> that's yet to be seen. You definitely have the vibe of a flasher when you're driving around. So. Oh my god, flashing my flashing my nips is not the same as flashing at a playground. <laughs> you just can't help it. My bur- my shirt is buttoned up. Is it? It's full. It doesn't go any higher. It's a Western cut. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you not hear the bird? It's time. Hi, right, Julie. All right. Number one, Sarah Lazarus writes, currently suffering from a sports injury. Hurt my neck while putting on a hoodie to go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rednick writes, Devin Noonan just announced he's leaving for Congress to become CEO of Trump's latest doomed media company. Nunes had also fielded offers to become a tree stump, a pot roast, and a balloon filled with expired cottage cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the imagery there was top-notch, uh-huh. but I'm going to stick with uh, 
Hoodie. Hoodie, Hoodie hits. Hoodie hits. Lori Kilmartin, who's been a savior on Twitter for me during the pandemic, said, join me in calling dogs front legs arms. <laughs> <laughs> right? Have you ever seen that meme where it's like, if a dog were to wear pants, would it be look like this? Like on the back legs? On yeah, both yeah. sets? And it would be on the back legs. Yeah, I agree. So Dog from now arms. on, dogs front legs are now called arms. Fair. You Into are it. girls. <laughs> Did we all watch the Patti LaBelle singing no. thing together from forever ago? Yeah, her live when she sung live. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 we did. And her backup singers weren't there. <laughs> and she kept going like and she didn't know the words. <laughs> yes. She's like next card, next yeah. card. <laughs> so are we going hoodie or dog's legs? I really like the framing dog of the arms. dog's legs. Dog yeah. arms. Okay. Dog arms. <laughs> dog arms. Sorry, I wrote dog's legs. Glenn Weldon, <laughs> hilarious from the uh, pop culture podcast. Uh-huh. He said a long form investigative podcast that sets out to uncover the grisly fates of Patti LaBelle's missing backup singers. <laughs> <laughs> That one for sure. Yeah, that was great. Dog arms. For you, dog arms. For me, LaBelle. You're not doing dog arms? That was so funny. She was like, ooh, I don't know the (laughs) words. What my backup singers. And then when they finally come out, she's just like so fucking flustered and finished. She's just like. All right. Two-parter. Pop Crave wrote, Jennifer Lopez will be making an appearance on season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Kamantha Jones wrote, who better to judge a lip sync? Boom. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> Hail Gal 420. No one said this. Back of an organic snack label. We love what we do. We are a family. I knew when my kids started shitting blood in 2008, we needed to create the best <laughs> organic GMO free pretzel wedges you've ever tasted. So that's what we did for you. Eat it with a smile, please. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to say blood shits. <laughs> I'll join with Nick. All right. <laughs> blood shits forever. Saying dog arms. The blood really. hive. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Our hero Solomon Giorgio wrote, coming out gay was a cakewalk compared to the day I showed up to a predominantly black school with payless sneakers and little pants. <laughs> <laughs> Follow up. Shits. Thank oh, God sorry. my ankles weren't ashy. <laughs> Follow up. I will never write a joke as funny as the ones my classmates made on the spot that day. <laughs> Follow up. The little haters just didn't understand fashion. <laughs> so we're staying with blood shits? I think blood shits, yeah. Okay, this is one that doesn't really get rated because you'll understand in a second. So your Kayla Chow show wrote, you're being sold as an action figure. What two accessories do you come with? You two think about yourselves while I give some of the funny answers. Coffee and a puppy. <laughs> coffee and judgment a package of gaming dice a tv and a couch i would be more of an inaction figure <laughs> someone just wrote a bong the second item comes inside and then the last one was flip-flops and a dildo <laughs> um so we're not rating that because flip-flops and the dildo would clearly win okay well i mean you can raise that whole thing as a thread like yeah. versus bloodsheds um, if I'm being accurate, mine would be Jewel and Paxil. If I was oh, being okay. more devastatingly accurate, it would be fear and anxiety. <laughs> if I was being cute, it'd be, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would say mints and insomnia for myself. Fair. What if the mints cause the insomnia? 
<laughs> no. Let's get a podcast to investigate that shit. Brody Gupta wrote, it's my, it's my birthday month, which means my mom's putting up pictures of me on Facebook without captions on it, so it seems like I'm dead. <laughs> pretty good Shits, one. I think. That was super funny, though. Okay, here's another one. So uh, who was the original moron? Maxime, Maxime Bernier, who is in the Canadian parliament in some way wrote both vaccinated and unvaccinated can spread the virus to which everyone started replying zach borstein said both usain bolt and i can run 100 meters <laughs> both a raindrop and an airplane can fall on my house <laughs> both serena williams and i can hit a tennis ball nice so they just went on and on i thought it was pretty funny it is so fucking true. Although, good news, they said if you're boosted, because like if you're not boosted, they said the efficacy against Omicron was like 30 to 40 percent. You are boosted, it's like 70 to 80 percent, so much higher than they thought. Boosters are important. Oh. PSA number two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, inaccurate comparisons or blood shits or action figures? Because Nick, you were still on blood shits. Shit, yeah. <laughs> okay. Two more. Josh Johnson wrote, to the people that think you can put mayonnaise on everything, who hurt you? <laughs> disagree. Strong disagree. <laughs> I fucking love mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is food of the gods. It absolutely is. All right, our last one is Santiago Mayer, who I absolutely love, and he said, I hope parents are warning their children if they tell too many lies, Santa will light their Christmas tree on fire. <laughs> Nice. Well done. Will you read Thank the bloodshed one again? Sure. Back of an organic snack label. We love what we do. We're a family. I knew when my kids started shitting blood in 2008, we needed to create the best organic GMO-free pretzel wedges you'd ever tasted. So that's what we did for you. Eat it with a smile, please. <laughs> it's a little long. It could have stopped after the GMO-free pretzel wedges, yeah. didn't you think? And what's a pretzel wedge? I think the point, is, like, there's just so many novelty sn organic snacks made by families that are trying to meet the need of some child with a problem like blood shits. <laughs> 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 I think it's most like the Quinn's gluten-free pretzel nuggets is, I think, what they most <laughs> directly were inspired by, which I do eat often, and they're delicious. So much salt. <laughs> <laughs> so those weren't bad in, in a week filled with, you know, horrible news every day people still managed to knock out some funny tweets. So thank you to everybody who unknowingly, unwillingly participated. <laughs> I mean, not unknowingly. They put their tweets out so you'll see and them. And not right. unwillingly. Right. Well, I didn't ask permission to speak their names. They didn't ask to be judged. <laughs> <laughs> Em, we ready to play a game? What are we doing today? Yeah, we're going to play the $100,000 Pyramid. $100,000? Did you get sponsorship we don't know about? Wow. I'll pay you an Emma Bucks. I colored them myself. You know I like I like the idea of Emma Bucks. Oh. <laughs> Let's play Pyramid! <laughs> All right. Categories are Taco Dependency, Justin Bieber, Long Romantic Walks to the Fridge, Yes. Pick meme. Pick meme. Oh, boy. Nice. Goop. There it is. And, wow. and Bark Week. Nice. How is it spelled in the Justin Bieber? Like B E E? 
Bieber with a lot of extra R's, like I'm oh, cold. like a okay. cold Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Nick, you go first. I always go first. I don't think that's true. I'll go with Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Oh wow, this took a turn. Okay, so Justin Bieber, things that are that are Canadian. Is he Canadian? Yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel good about that. You ready, Nick? Yeah. 30 seconds, go. Uh, Canadian sport. Hockey. Um, they tap a tree and get this delicious. Maple syrup. Pancakes. Um, these wacky cartoons are also known as the blank tunes. Uh, Bugs Bunny. Looney Tunes. Okay. Uh, they build dams in the river. Beavers. Um, they are an animal, traditional Canadian. Moose. They have, yeah. Um, the different regions of Canada are called, not provinces. states, but. Yeah. Um, damn it. So close. Oh, what you all can't see at home is when I say like moose, Emma looks at me and gives me the eyes and goes. Mm. <laughs> 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 no one's she gave me the look, the side. I like good work on the moose. That was good. Cause that was out of nothing. <laughs> not. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I think at that point she you would just said the truth. they're Man. a very Canadian animal. <laughs> I don't know that yeah, I would have guessed fair. moose first. <laughs> That's great. That's fair. I'll take the one about the fridge, please. All right. Long romantic walk, romantic walks to the fridge. <laughs> Words you use in your online dating profile. Interesting. All right. Ready? Yep. Go. Not short, but tall. I like to be not in, but out. Go out um, to I go read, out. Books. I read. Yes. I like to have girls just want to have. Fun. Um, we go to other cities. I want to go to other countries. Travel. I like to. Um, I Traveling. love to. I want to watch West Side Story. I like a lot of. Musicals. Anything movies. that's on the screen. Um, you're so. You're not comedy. You're. Meh. Tragedy. Uh, that would be good. Uh, so. <laughs> God, your energy is so. Dramatic. Yes. Toxic. Good, time. good job. Yes. Yes nice and yes. <laughs> 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 All right, it's post game, six to seven. Nick, what category would you like next? I think this will be hard, so I'm going to pick it. Um, pick meme. Pick meme, pick meme. Pick meme, pick meme. Subjects of viral videos. Um, they are a doctor that works on your teeth. Dentist. It's, a, it's in the sky, a lot of colors after a rainstorm. Rainbow. Got out of their conservatorship recently. Pop Britney star. Spears. Um... A car is also known by this. Automobile. Um, it's also a cream, so blank cream that you put on top of like a pie at Thanksgiving. Whipped. Okay, yeah. A close. car is not a, also not known a, as... We don't have time. Not a success, but... Failure. A, yeah. Like your works. clue about the cars. Um, a bear from China. Panda. <laughs> time. Um, it's... <laughs> we don't have time. You sabotaged me. <laughs> you know my whip, my ride? My whip. Yeah. No. Old well, person. it's clear now that that's that's, that's <laughs> ah. precious moments were wasted. Really, you couldn't say like automobile, Ford. You had to say, you know. I did. Yeah. Did you have to say? Let's go back to that clue. <laughs> I didn't have to. I chose to. <laughs> to hold your title, what category do you like? I want the bark one. Bark week. <laughs> Dogs and food. Mm, 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 mm. Not dogs as food, but dogs and food. Yes. <laughs> Important <laughs> distinction. Bark week. Things dogs do. Ready? Okay. Yep. Go. 
lick. Yep. You bounce up and down. Trampoline. Just in life, if you're standing and you go up. Jump. Thank you. Um, I'm not wearing a skirt. I'm wearing... <laughs> Pants. Give it to me, please, please, please. Pants. Bag. Yes. Um, I'm coming after you. <laughs> uh, chase. Yes. Run. Um, Growl. <laughs> Whimper. Thank you. Bag. Good job. <laughs> I didn't know you could use sounds. <laughs> <laughs> How many did you get in the second round? How many did you get He's in the second round? He's getting six both times. Six. So okay, I got cool. 14 to 12. Yeah. Last so round. Yep. <laughs> what category, Nick? We were left with goop. There it is. Taco. Taco. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sticking with goop. Let's go for it. Things in a Mexican restaurant. Go. Why are you do making the face? Okay. Um, it's, no, let's do Give it, it now. <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. Avocado-based green sauce. Guacamole. Um, it's a hat that you can sometimes Sombrero. wear. Uh, alcohol. Margarita tequila. Yes. Um, a food. Taco. It's, uh, you, could, you can do like a chicken one. Fajita. You can do, yeah. Um, it's, you can do spicy, medium. Hot. Uh, you, you dip your tortilla Salsa. chips in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, the word I just said, it's a circular round. Tortilla um, chip. Yeah. yeah without the chip. Yeah. Um, you roll it up, you eat it at Chipotle. Burrito. Yes. Ah! I'm going to go with one of the worst clues ever. It's a hat that you can wear sometimes. <laughs> As with things at a Mexican restaurant, things at a Mexican restaurant, things at a Mexican restaurant. I know, but it's just hat. It's a hat you can wear sometimes. Saying that it's a hat you can wear sometimes <laughs> makes it seem like there's a hat that you have to wear all the time. <laughs> I'd wear my hat all the time. Here it comes. Goop, there it is. Things Gwyneth Paltrow probably doesn't eat. Wouldn't that be everything? <laughs> Ready? Yep. Chester, um, they're like orange. Cheetos. Yep. Um, there's a little white glove, and they're going to help. They're going to make, uh, that's, I cheated. Okay. They're yellow, spongy things with filling in the middle. Twinkies. Yes. Um, blankety blanks bouncing here and there and everywhere. What? They're little um, animals that you eat that are spongy. Animal crackers. No. Um, the Irish man makes the cereal with the, with the uh, clover Keebler. in it. <laughs> clover. Chloe, Lucky Time. Charms. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that was a bad that was one. terrible. <laughs> Hamburger Helper. I said Helper. Uh -huh. So I, oh, I ain't myself. So you got three. Twinkies took you entirely too long. <laughs> if you don't know I the Gummy the Bears theme one. song, I can't help Gummy you. Gummy Bears, I do not know. <laughs> Fuck. You won. So sorry. Uh -huh. Did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She only I got, got three. three that time. <laughs> it was Damn. rough. Gwyneth left her with nothing. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Did Nick win any sort of a prize like I won last week? No, no. Week. This is still not as intense of a competition as the baking challenge was. Okay. But I, and I won that one. Yeah. <laughs> Firmly. Yeah. Okay. And then Nick fell asleep. After you want to each do a winner circle? Let's each. Each. Yeah. yeah obviously. <laughs> Duh. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Um, a plus, B plus, Grades. C plus, um, sand, the ocean, umbrellas, at the beach. towels, uh, Amsterdam, Holland, Inc London, UK, um, Europe, Paris, 
cities Frankfurt. in Europe. Frankfurt. Yeah. Um, trash. Um, Things you take out. Things Nick waits to do until the podcast's <laughs> over. <laughs> Uh, trash, other things, garbage, um, things you throw away, things you yes. Um, the Republican, Democratic, people that suck. Oh, um, po- uh, political parties. We'll go for that. Um, cardamom, cinnamon, spices. Um, Good job. Yeah. Trash, uh, trash, <laughs> uh, trash. <laughs> A hat that you wear sometimes. <laughs> trash. <laughs> I've got my list. Welcome to the winner circle. <laughs> you ready? Uh, getting your vaccine, going Shots. to the doctor. Things going, that you should do if you're a member of society. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, doing your homework, things, doing your chores, chores. taking out things the trash. You, things you have to do. Oh um, things that you should do. Moving things on. that... Um, the hose, the hammer, the axe, the ladder. Tools. Uh, the wheels. Outdoor tools. Things that construction workers uh, have. The, nope. Uh, their ladders, their hoses, their water hoses. Oh, fire, things firefighters have. Yes. Um, blush, rouge, lipstick. Types of makeup. Yes. Um, Europe, Asia, Africa. Continents. Um, peony, lily, rose. Types of flowers. Fork, knife, spoon. Utensils, serving utensils, um, things you eat with. Yes, back to the first one. Um, taking a shower because you're tired. Self-care, things you do to help yourself, things you do to feel better. Mm-hmm. Taking a shower. Um, Time. Getting your vaccine. <laughs> oh, no. What was it? Things you put off. Oh, I didn't put that off <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, I think this is it for us for the year, right, guys? Yeah, it's been a good one. It's been a... Well, it's been fun <laughs> hanging out with you all. Julie, I swear to God. <laughs> well, we hope you got a couple good laughs. Find some tweets for us while we're gone. We're going to watch terrible movies. I'm going to continue to watch everything I said I was going to watch. And we'll see what these two watch when we get back <laughs> and after the new year. Um, hope we got to help you have a couple good laughs and watch some silly shows in this last year. We thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we hope you have a great rest of the year and a happy and safe new year. Thanks, everybody. Happy holidays, everyone. See you in 2022. That's devastating. If that's a year <laughs> that exists. <laughs> Brutal. Goodbye. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank. <laughs>